The daughter gave her father a gift like this. And we're going to talk about this gift and the meaning of the gift that she gave her father. But we're also going to talk about the gift that we have and that we're celebrating tonight of Christmas. That Jesus came for us. That God sent his son for us. And as we think about this gift, we look at it, and we can make some assumptions about the family. The family um, wasn't the most uh, well-off family. The father had to work hard, probably multiple jobs just to make ends meet. And it's probably one of the reasons why he was always frustrated, always angry, is because he was always having to, 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 to work just to pay the bills. And so we could make an assumption that what was in the gift wasn't that valuable, but what was valuable was the wrapping paper on the outside that they acquired somehow. And so they had this expensive wrapping paper, and he was mad at his daughter because that was one of the most valuable things that they had in the house was this expensive wrapping paper. And so the dad yells at the, at the daughter, chastises her, says, what are you doing? And then Christmas morning comes, and he sees this box, and it's underneath the tree, Wrapped neatly with the gold wrapping paper. And so I imagine something like this happened. He was sitting down, and he opens up this gift, and he's probably so excited. You know, like, wow, a Christmas gift from my daughter, my precious daughter. And he's, he's just so elated that he, he opens up this gift, and he's probably just smiling at his daughter. And then he's thinking, you know, maybe how bad he feels from the night before, and then as he opens this gift, he sees in it nothing, nothing at all in it, and then the story goes, he gets angered again, and he says, don't you know when you give a gift, there's supposed to be something in it, and there's tears streaming down her face, and his daughter says, daddy, there is something in it. But what is in it, Daddy, is my kisses that I gave for you. And I've seen this video, I feel like, a hundred times. And every time I see that part where it's, you know, the, the kisses of the daughter, of three daughters, you know, it's just so precious to me. But on the outside, he had no idea what the value is. On the inside, he opened it. He still didn't know what it was valued. He was mad when he opened the gift and he saw it. He didn't realize it. But it wasn't until... He opened it, and, she, and he finally understood the meaning of what the gift was, that it had value. Now, when we think about the gift of Christmas, that Jesus came here to earth, that he was born in a manger, born a humble birth, that is an amazing gift. But yet, like the Father, some of us miss the, the significance of that event, and so the father had to open this gift. And when he opened the gift and when the gift was explained to him, then, aha, everything started to sink in. This gift, however, also, should, we should note that it's not a magic wand. 
because he got this gift and shortly after his daughter passed away, but he kept it. And anytime he was discouraged or down or angry, he would go to it and he'd take these imaginary kisses out of the box and maybe put them in his heart, put them in his soul, and remember how sweet his girl was. But it didn't take away all of his pain. It didn't take away the fact that he was angry. It didn't take away the fact that he had to work extra hours just to make ends meet. It didn't take away any of that. Now, now on the other side, when we come to Christ and we say, yes, Jesus, you are my Lord. Jesus, you are my Savior. Thank you, Lord. It's not a magic wand either. It's not as if we accept Jesus and all of our problems go away. But here's the promise we have in Scripture, that, that, that Jesus, who was born on Christmas Day, the day we celebrated the birth of Christ, was born, and was, as he grew, he faced the different problems and struggles that you and I face every day. He faced people discouraging him. He faced people trying to hurt him. He faced people betraying him. He he faced people denying him. He faced people trying to kill him. He faced people against him. He faced all sorts of things, and he did it perfectly. Here is the promise we have in Scripture. It's not that he's going to take away all of our pains and all of our problems and all that stuff right here and right now. No, the promise we have in Scripture is that Jesus meets us where we are. The promise is that Jesus meets us in our struggles. So this man here, the father, he struggled with anger. That was what his struggle with, was with. My question for all of us this evening is this, what do we struggle with? Maybe it's anger, maybe it's something else. But what is it that something that where we hurt ourselves or we hurt others? What is it that we struggle with? This gift here is not the magic wand. But what we have in Scripture, as I said, is Jesus meeting us, meeting us where we are. And there's hope in that, and there's joy in that, because there's that promise that he does not leave us alone. He does not leave us to fend for ourselves. So what is our struggle? What is your struggle? Sometimes people say, well, you know, I have struggles that I don't think really um, I think they're too bad. I think they're too far gone. Or sometimes people say, you know what, I, 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 Jesus can't help me with that. But let me tell you this. I've worked with people and students for f so many years that I've seen the power of the Holy Spirit work in people's lives. And I've seen God redeem people. I've seen God restore people. I've seen God do amazing things in people's lives. Why? Because he meets us where we are. And so here we have this gift, the gift of Jesus meeting us in our struggles. Then we also have this gift here that sometimes we get a gift and we feel unworthy to open the gift. 
Sometimes we feel like we have nothing to offer. Sometimes we feel like we are not valued. Sometimes we feel like we are nobodies. And, and, and so why would we even want to open a gift? We don't even deserve to have a gift. But the promise of Scripture is this, is that you are loved. We are loved. You are cherished. We are cherished. That's the promise of Scripture. It's the promise that, that God came down to the depths of the earth to lift us up. Not because of how good we are. Not because of what we can can do or what we are able to produce, but he came down because he loves us, because he chose to love us. It is called grace. Nothing we can do to earn God's love, nothing we could do to buy God's love. It is by God's grace that he says, I love you. I cherish you. You are my child. To all those who accept him, Jesus says, you have, you become, you have the right to become a child of God. But Sometimes we go, well, I've done some bad things. I've done some really bad things. You don't know what I've done. And my response to that is you don't know what I've done. The point is, is we all have baggage. The point is we all have sin. The point is we all have issues in our lives. Now, whether we want to acknowledge that or not is a different story. But that's the reality of it all. The, the, the beauty is that God meets us in our struggles, that Jesus came. He lived the life. He, he, he dealt with the things you and I deal with on a regular basis. He did all of that for you and for me. That's the beauty and the, and the promise that we have, that he will meet us where we are. And so we have this gift. It wasn't until, as I mentioned earlier, the father opened it. And then the daughter explained it to him that he went, ah, I get it. So my question for all of us here is where are you with the Lord? You know the story that Jesus was born and it's Christmas. That's why we celebrate Christmas. But where are you in terms of opening the gift? Is it just a story? Is it just something? Or is it something more significant, something much deeper? And my hope and prayer for those who say, ah, it's just a story, that you would really seek God this Christmas season and ask God to reveal himself to you and say, Lord, what is it that you would have me to do? What is it, Lord, that, and actually just invite him to speak to your heart. So what we have here is we have a gift, but we have to receive this gift. That's, that's so important. We have to receive this gift that God gave us. Here, let me read you two passages. These are amazing passages. Matthew chapter 1. Jesus says this, but, but after he had considered this, or Matthew writes this, but after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. And here's the key, because he will save his people from their sins. Because he will save his people from their sins. And then Romans 8, the Apostle Paul writes, Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. We are not condemned because of what Jesus has done. 
Jesus came, he was born, he lived this life, a life where he identifies with all of us. The struggles, the pain, the hurt, the betrayal, the disgrace, the shame, all of it. He bared it for us. And then the climax of the story of Jesus is that there is a cross, but the cross did not keep him down because three days later he rose from the grave. That is the hope that we have, and it all starts at Christmas. And when we receive that gift, when we say, yes, Jesus, we are set free. And we live life, and the Bible says we live life to the fullest. It is the best life we could ever live. Why? Because it is the creation, you and I, living how we're designed to live. It is the creation living the way the creator designed us. And when that happens, wow, that is life to the fullest. The band could come, and the Bible tells us that Jesus is the light of this world. And so back here we have, we have a candle representing the light of Christ. The idea is that when we receive the light of Christ, when we receive the light of Christ, he comes and illuminates our life, brings us fullness to our life, but yet also we have a responsibility, that is to share that light with others. And in just a moment, I'm going to light uh, my, my candle from the, the candle that represents Jesus and the, the light of Christ. And then in a moment, we're going to have families. Actually, for those families invited, uh, come on up now if you wouldn't mind. And then what's going to happen is it's going to get dark. And then we're going to see what happens when we receive the light of Christ and when we share the light of Christ. Because that is what we are called to do.